This is the Perception Podcast. I'm Tom Garrity, and sitting with me around the table here at Wex off of uh, San Pedro and Paseo del Norte are two people who I respect and admire tremendously, uh, James Corentian with JKPR and Tom Carroll with Carroll Strategies. And we all recently had a chance to honor Tom. you too, Tom. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's a lot of love. Are you paying for breakfast now? <laughs> no, actually, it's funny. I'm the only one who didn't say that I would pay for breakfast. That's for sure. Absolutely. So, uh, but one of the things that we are going to do is uh, we're going to, as more coffee is served, as we look ahead to 2018, what are some of the trends that we're looking at uh, in the public relations realm? Uh, how, how do you feel about where the industry is going? Let's just talk about our future forecast as they kind of motion to both each other. So, Tom, I'll start with you. Okay. Well, digital is big. And obviously, for us, for I think for everybody, you have to figure out a way to do good, solid communications, public relations, and integrate the digital because it's moving in that direction. But as we know, clients don't always want to spend a lot of money doing it yet, and they still want to do classic public relations, crisis management, marketing, whatever it is that they do. So I think that it's you know that that is the future. It's moving in that direction, um, but it's very important that we still do a good job, just doing basic quality public relations. So that blocking and tackling is still pretty important. Yeah, as you would say in football, I would say in baseball, hitting the cutoff man. You got to hit the cutoff man, but you also have to be creative about it. And I think you have to integrate it. It's not just you're doing digital and you're doing the other stuff. They, they're all coming together. It's almost like that integrated marketing thing that we talked about 20 years ago. It's actually happening. And as you see fewer and fewer print publications and television wanting to do fewer and fewer things, the world is opening up in digital in huge ways. You just have to know how to do it, and you have to figure out how to, how to have clients who want to pay for it. James, where do you see the industry going, uh, some future trends for 2018? Well, this year, uh, we had to come up with some creative, unique, innovative strategies uh, to break through uh, the clutter. Uh, with, we work a lot with the national media, and um, cable news was all filled with politics. It was Trump this, you know, Trump that. And especially on his daily tweets, we had to come up with more unique ways, strategies, creative ways to get past that unique stories on behalf of our clients. Um, so I think in uh, 2018, we're going to have to do more of that uh, than ever before. Also, too, um, we are finding with the national media and even with the local media, you know, more pay-to-play than we've ever seen before. A, um, you know, for example, uh, for a segment on a, a Good Morning America, um, a branded segment, the producers are asking for for $450,000 um, to do a segment, which is absolutely uh, incredible. Um, our clients don't have those types of budgets. Um, to get on to Ellen, you know, Ellen's, you know, if you're not a celebrity, um, sh- the price point starts at about $100,000. So does a uh, uh, live with Kelly and Ryan. So we need to find more unique ways a, um, 
to be included editorially create stories that we cannot be left out for, but on, from the bigger clients that have the funds to be able to do more pay-to-play. And you're also seeing it, too, locally with some of the local media organizations uh, really focusing more on an uh, uh, advertising dollar and paying for placement, uh, where in which a, um, we work a... Uh, uh, closely with our clients and the producers from an editorial perspective. And finally, thirdly, as I continue to ramble on with my oatmeal in front of me, um, I think you're also seeing for the print media, um, a lot of the journalists are getting more, a, they're getting a click quota. Um, where, you know, in which a, uh, their, a, uh, their, their stories, you know, have to have X amount of click-throughs. We're seeing that with the New York Times and the Washington Post and a lot of the other regional media. So we need to up our game and a, um, adapt our stories a, uh, on behalf of our clients so um, they're able to be, be relevant, you know, interesting, and, a, uh, you know, make sense for the reporters. You know, as James said, it's now $100,000 to get on Good Morning America. And since, Garrity, you're the only one who has that kind of money, we were <laughs> going to ask you if you could, you know, kind of create a fund so that we could, you know, get some, get some stories somewhere. Yeah, it's called the Corentian Foundation. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, I think the big trend that I'm seeing uh, that's coming along is uh, more of crisis event management. You know, we've seen a lot of uh, events taking place overseas and even uh, in the United States where events are really kind of hyping up. You know, how are we going to go ahead and make sure that not only we actually have a safe event, but how do we communicate that we have a safe event without scaring people away? And so the integration that we've had a chance to do with uh, with some of our clients has really helped quite a bit in really helping us to understand, one, what the law enforcement approach is uh, to event management. Didn't you do some crisis management for the state or something this year? Didn't you do a big project with them? We did, yeah. We uh, did a, a really cool project in conjunction with Bernalillo County Emergency Services, basically their equivalent of uh, Homeland Security. And so they, but it provides some great insight and I think great coordination uh, amongst public information officers uh, and PR folks to really say, how are we going to coordinate and communicate this message? So that was good. And so that's an area that I think uh, that we're seeing everything move in uh, as far as the public relations realm. More of that integration, just more from a crisis perspective. So as we, I, one comment about that when the when the when the crash came in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. We found that a lot of people didn't want to pay for classic public relations, but they always would pay for crisis because crisis was so important to them. When, when things got better in the economy, if it is better in New Mexico, and it's somewhat better, um, they, th- those classic PR people didn't come back. I think a lot of them went to more digital campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll still pay for crisis when they need it. And crisis doesn't necessarily have to be a DUI or a sex scandal. It can be, you know, I've got to get my bill through the legislature or I'm out of business or whatever, something like that. So you're still going to see a lot of that. Uh, in fact, you're going to see, as, as the economy gets better, you're going to see more and more of that because people are doing things again and they're going to need permits and they're going to need bills and they're going to need, you know, action, that kind of thing. Okay, so this is the this is the time that uh, we're going to uh, bring things to a close, but I'm going to give it to you uh, or let you do it in a way that you get to promote your company. 
That's right. A PR firm letting you guys promote <laughs> your PR firms. What am I thinking? But when you look back at 2017, what is one case study that you think uh, really uh, exemplifies what your firm's about? And then also let folks know how they can reach you. And so, James, why don't you go first? Well, we most recently had a great opening for Cabela's. A, uh, just down the road, yeah, it was it was a huge a uh, success. Uh, we generated more than a um, hundred stories, a uh, you know for the opening, and a. Um, when the company opened, it set records a, um, for the opening day, the pre-opening days, and also for media coverage for an opening of a store. So we were a, a very successful with that. And we encourage everybody to go over to the store if you haven't been. It's, it's a fantastic store. It's a great outfitter. They have beautiful products. And a, uh, they're an awesome a, a group to work with. And how do people uh, learn more about your firm? Oh, you can just uh, go visit our website at, at uh, jamescorrenchen.com. That's J-A-M-E-S-K-O-R-E-N-C-H-E-N.com. Excellent. Thank you, James. And Tom Carroll. Well, we handled Donald Trump's Twitter account. <laughs> and that wraps up today's edition of the Perception. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, let's see. Um, we... Um, we worked with the legal world here on a really big campaign, did a great communications plan for civil legal aid. Uh, as, as most people know, you, everybody gets a lawyer if, you have a, if you're criminally in trouble, but nobody gets a lawyer if you're poor in, in, from, the, oh, from awesome. the state. That's a great service. You, right. So we were asked to do a plan, you know, a six-month communications plan to help figure out how to get lawyers for people who need them in civil cases. And um, had a great time, worked with the legal community in all aspects, and it went great, and we delivered a plan which they're now implementing, which um, I think, you know, could raise their profile, raise them more money, consolidate their network of providers, and uh, hopefully get more lawyers for people who need them. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And so how can people learn more about Carol Strategies? CarolStrategies.net. Outstanding. Uh, The Balloon Fiesta, and we had uh, over a billion uh, people that were reached. Uh, Well done. Billion impressions. So, yeah, we're going to have that on our website, GarityPR.com. But I think the one event that our our team also had a lot of fun with this year was the Container Store. Uh, And uh, the Container Store, what really was amazing for us was, uh, you know, they had a packed house. And they said it was one of the best uh, grand openings that they had had. That's awesome. And uh, so we were really pleased with that. And it was the one event, one grand opening, because we all know we've done grand openings before, uh, where you had probably at least maybe 200 people, two, 300 people. And uh, so I was concerned about crowd control. Well, the container store, knowing the target audience, they said, oh, no, they'll take care of themselves. And they lined up themselves. It was not a mass mob. They basically all land. They were very organized, which goes with the container store. All right. That wraps it up uh, for more Perception podcasts. Go to aboutperception.com or visit GarityPR.com. This is Tom Garrity along with James Crench and Tom Carroll. Have a great day.